So we all know that sleep is good for us. And we also know that a lot of us don't get enough sleep. But did you know that the amount and the quality of the sleep you get actually affects your hormones, your periods, and your fertility? So I'm going to explain how this all works. So keep listening and I'll talk to you soon. Hello and welcome to the Blue Poppy Health Podcast. I'm your host, Allison Macbeth, a certified holistic fertility and menstrual health educator. Join me as we talk all about periods, hormones, fertility, holistic health, and more. So we all know that we're supposed to get seven to 10 hours of sleep a night, right? And we know sleep's good for us, but it actually really does have an effect on your overall health. And that includes your menstrual cycles and your hormone balance. So why exactly is sleep good for us and our hormones? The part of our brain that responds to sunlight and darkness and creates the hormones that regulate our circadian rhythm, and that's our daily 24-hour clock, this all affects so many different processes in the body. And the hormone that does this, it affects how sleepy we are, and our circadian rhythm is called melatonin. So you may have seen this, you can get melatonin supplements and those are meant to help you sleep it's actually a hormone uh it's not just a vitamin it's a hormone and it does all kinds of different things but one thing that's relevant right now is that ovaries and testes actually have melatonin receptors on them so if you don't get the right amount of melatonin your menstrual cycles, your ovulation, and sperm production can all be affected. Now, if you get too much light at night, this can have a negative effect on your cycles because melatonin production will be affected. So eliminating sources of night light has been shown to have drastic improvements on the health of menstrual cycles. They've done research on this. And they found things like an increase in progesterone, better mucus patterns, resumption of ovulation, a decrease in spotting, a decreased in rate of miscarriage is and reduced perimenopausal symptoms, all for people who have eliminated nightlight. So that's pretty amazing. Now you may have heard of something called luniception. You may not. That is the theory that if you sleep in total darkness for the majority of your menstrual cycle, but then you have a low light for a few days or an ovulation, that that can help to regulate your cycle and induce ovulation or help ovulation along. Now, some people have tried this and found it really helpful. The problem is there's not a lot of good research on this. And so anecdotally, it, it can be helpful, but I wouldn't rely 100% on this and I would definitely not rely on this as a method of birth control. Absolutely not. You need to be tracking your cervical mucus or your temperatures, um, but there is still a real benefit of sleeping in complete darkness. You know, the, the idea behind the light for a few days is that it mimics the full moon in what we would have 
maybe experienced long before we had all this light pollution in big cities. So I say give it a try, you know, see how it affects you, see what happens. Don't rely on it for birth control. Don't assume that it's going to fix everything, right? Sleep is just one part of the picture. But if you can start to sleep in complete darkness, then that can have some really great benefits. So light in the day, sunlight in the day, and darkness at night. That's what your body wants, and that helps you regulate your hormones and your cycles. So give it a try. See what you think. It's also important to think about the relationship between mental health and sleep. And of course, mental health really affects our bodies in all kinds of ways. So according to research, people who go to bed later tend to have more negative, intrusive thoughts and anxiety or depression. And then they've also found that people with irregular sleep patterns are often correlated or more likely to have mental health problems. So getting enough sleep is really important for melatonin production as well as fertility. Now, what can you do about this? How can you improve your sleep? Um, Lots of different ways. Some of it is common sense, but it's really hard to do sometimes in our modern society. So sleeping in complete darkness, like I mentioned, eliminating nightlight is a really great idea if you can do that. So you should not be able to see your hand, basically. That's how dark it should be. Um, You want to use blackout curtains, get rid of digital clock displays, or at least turn them around so they're not flashing in the night. Cover it up, maybe. And then also shutting down electrical devices, ideally an hour or so before bed, and then use blue locking glasses or blue light blocking apps. Going to bed at the same time every day is really a good one. Having a regular pattern of when you go to bed and when you wake up. And ideally you want to be in bed as close as you can to 10 o'clock. That's super helpful. I know it's challenging. I, I struggle with this one a lot, especially with two little kids who don't often go to bed until 9 or 9 30 so I really like that extra time at night for myself I want to wind down I want to watch some tv or chat with my husband and all that means is that I'm not getting enough sleep but it's a tricky balance between having enough time for myself where I'm not caring for little kids time to wind down and getting what considered you know the right amount of sleep at an early enough bedtime um so i get it i totally get the challenge um i think having your partner involved is helpful if you both try and go to bed at the same time if you both help each other remember to shut everything down you know turn off netflix (laughs) and turn off the phone stop scrolling on facebook I know it is challenging, um, but getting a partner involved can be really helpful. Other things you can do is cut down on caffeine. So caffeine will make you stay awake. Uh, Different people are affected differently though. You know, some people can have caffeine late in the afternoon and they don't notice a difference. Other people can have caffeine after noon and it affects them. 
So again, it's like with all health things, everyone is different. You have to see what works for you. Also alcohol. So while alcohol does help people fall asleep, the quality of that sleep you're getting is actually not that great. Alcohol definitely interferes with sleep quality. Another thing you can do, which is really great, is to get outside and get exposure to sunlight because sunlight, the melatonin production is actually affected by sunlight. You basically need to have enough light during the day and then darkness at night. This is what our bodies want. This is what they need. But again, that can be challenging, especially living in the northern hemisphere where I do in the winter time but get out and go for a walk even you know 10-15 minutes at lunch hour or something like that and that will help stimulate that part of your brain that helps to manage your circadian rhythm which like I said affects your hormones and ovulation production Um, it's also really helpful to be physically active And then the bedroom should be a calm and relaxing place and really only sleeping and sex in the bedroom, right? You don't want to just be hanging out there watching TV. I know a lot of people do have TVs in their bedroom, but I don't recommend it. Um, Watch TV in the living room, then go to bed. Um, But keeping that sort of a sacred, calm place just for sleeping can be really helpful. Um... And you know, no matter what your hormonal status, if you have hormonal health issues you're dealing with or not, getting good sleep is really good for everyone. It can boost your immune system. It can boost your health and your fertility. But it is difficult to do, and I totally get that. Um, You know, it also helps with stress management and mental health, and there's just so many benefits to getting good sleep. So I would love for you to send me a message. Let me know how is your sleep quality going? What have you tried that has worked for you or not worked for you? Or do you need support in this area? I would love to talk to you more about it. So I hope this has been interesting for you and helpful. I know a lot of this stuff is kind of common sense, but sometimes it's just good to have a reminder and a coach to kind of push you along the way to doing something that maybe you've been thinking about but have been putting off. So try it out. See how it affects your cycles. If you've been struggling with any cycle issues, that could be one of the things that helps to move you in the right direction. And I will talk to you all really soon. So have a good night. Get lots of good, relaxing, rejuvenating sleep, I hope. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening today. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share it with your friends, subscribe, and give me a five-star rating on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. This helps me get more visibility and get this great education out to even more people, and I really do appreciate it. Please come on over and follow me on Instagram so we can continue this conversation. Follow me at Blue Poppy Health for more great discussions on periods, hormones, fertility, holistic health, and more. I will see you next time, and have a great day.